I tell you to be different and creative and think this way. A much used business cliche. Kayla. What is outside the box? You got it. We're flying high with the wings and talking all things lacrosse. You're now listening to the Outside the Box podcast right here on Underground Sports Philadelphia. What is going on, everybody? Welcome into episode number 130 of the Outside the Box podcast right here on Underground Sports Philadelphia. Your boy KB coming at you live from Underground Studios. We've got an electric conversation on today's episode with the one and only Jen Fushi from the New England Black Wolves and the Connecticut Sun. You guys know we are diehard Connecticut Sun fans here at Outside the Box, and we love to have a little fun on the Twitter machine with the New England Black Wolves. Before we get into the episode, want to thank you guys for continuing to support and listen to the show. We've gotten a few more five-star ratings and reviews to come through on Apple Podcasts. And remember, once we get back to five out of five stars, we are dropping that new merch because hashtag wise guys never win. And that merch can be found on our design tree storefront, dsgntree.com. Search outside the box. You get all that OG logo goodness on a t-shirt, on a hoodie. You get the t-shirts. You get the NLL OTB merch capsule. You get the ding ding boxing gloves. The boxing lacrosse gloves. The Chef Rambo shirt. The Newman Nukes. You name it. It's on there. And when you use the promo code SPRING20, you're going to save yourself 20% off at checkout. On your entire order. It's that simple. Design Tree is the best in the game. Shout out to them for being one kick-ass merch provider. And of course, our awesome friends at Tomahawk Shades. Guys, they are doing it the best way possible in the game. Why are you going to go and drop an exorbitant amount of money on a pair of sunglasses, a pair of blue light glasses, when you can go over to our friends at Tomahawk Shades, located on Long Island, two brothers founding the company, And doing the damn thing for a fraction of these name brand companies. And we're going to hook you up even more. Because not only is Tomahawk Shades affordable already. They're hooking you guys up with our promo code USP. That's USP. Like the network, Underground Sports Philadelphia. That promo code saves you 25% off your entire order. It's absolutely stupid. Tomahawk Shades is doing the damn thing. We're announcing our giveaway winners uh, Friday, the day you're hearing this episode, on our Twitter over at Underground Sports Philadelphia. So follow at Underground PHI. Retweet that bad boy and follow us on Instagram if you want another entry. But they're doing it the best in the business. Shout out to Tomahawk Shades. Use our promo code. Help us pay some bills. And they've got a new rewards program, Hawk Points. 
Sign up for Hawk Points. Get involved in the rewards program. Every dollar you spend, if you are enrolled with the Hawk Points rewards program, you get a you get a point per dollar that you spend on the site. And if you use our promo code, it lets you spend some more money, get some more Hawk Points. It's that simple, guys. Tomahawk Shades, quality product, affordable price. You guys are the best in the business. Let's get into our awesome conversation with our friend Jen. All right, so you see us having regular Twitter banter when live sports are going on. I'm pretty sure she thought we were dead serious that we hated the New England Black Wolves at the start of the season, but we've built a lovely, beautiful love-hate relationship when it comes to social media. It is our friend who works for the New England Black Wolves and the Outside the Box podcast number one WNBA team, the Connecticut Sun, Jen Fushi. Welcome to the show, Jen. This is your podcast debut, too, so we're very, very grateful that you uh, jumped on with OTB as your first podcast endeavor. Thanks so much. I'm I'm super excited and, uh, you know, definitely reeled me in with all the, the Twitter banter, but um, <laughs> it, it's been a, a lot of fun and, and I'm super excited. Thanks for having me. So let's start there. When you first saw our, our weekly pick that we've done now for two seasons covering the NLL and we were picking against the Black Wolves, obviously with us being South Jersey and Philly based and our connections with the Wings, did you think we were like full blown, just like hated the New England Black Wolves? You know, I, I definitely uh, I picked up on some uh, friendly vibes, I guess. But uh, all the picks against us, we uh, we we like to play with that chip on our shoulder here in uh, in Connecticut, whether it be the the Sun or the Black Wolves. So um, we really feed into that, and I love to stir the pot on social media. It was the absolute best because it, it all got started last year with our man Tyler Brush, one of the mm-hmm. one of the best humans on earth, and oh, yeah. uh, it, it just carried over and. I think the relationship that our podcast has with everybody involved with the Black Wolves and the Sun, I think, is one of the best connections we've built uh, when it comes to just our podcast and, you know, being integrated with a professional sports team. And that also extends to she's now with the Riptide, but Jen Hildebrand, one of the best humans on earth as well. But what you guys have built in Connecticut, I think, is one of the coolest work environments with just the team that you guys have assembled, you know, from, you know, the Mohegan Maven herself to you to Annette. And when Tyler and Jen were there, like the list goes on and on and you guys just work so flawlessly together. Tell me about the work vibes from behind the scenes when it comes to running this New England Black Wolves franchise and just, you know, day to day operations and why you guys work so well together. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate all the the kind words about uh, about the organization. Um, it, it's ultimately what um, got me to to come back home to Connecticut and and work for the Black Wolves and and work for the Sun. Uh, is is the culture piece and uh, Amber, who is our our VP of Sports, uh, has been my mentor for the past uh, ten years, and and the culture that she's uh, you know had everywhere. Um, you know, she's she's the reason why uh it's such a great working environment and uh you know when we're fully staffed there's probably 20 of us uh in the entire front office for for both teams so we have to work really closely together and uh we love having fun uh doing so we work in professional sports and and at the end of the day it it should be about fun 
And uh, what I love about social media and the banter is that, um, you know, it connects all of us, uh, whether we're working for or cheering for the same teams or not, just that um, passion for uh, the NLL uh, that that can bring us all together. Um, But the the culture uh, at Mohegan Sun is uh, is a lot of fun and, and truly, you know, why I enjoy going into work every day. Yeah, and I mean, talking to players that play for different organizations and just people around the league, you know, one of the top places they tell me that they love to go play is Mohegan Sun because of just the environment. Obviously, the casino vibes play a part in that as well. But uh, what's it like, you know, working at a casino? What is that kind of environment like for you and and you know, everybody on your guys' team knowing that, you know, going to work every day is you get to go to the casino. Yeah, yeah, no, great, great question. Um, It's interesting to walk into work, you know, on a Tuesday morning, go grab some coffee and and people uh, people are uh, at the slots, at the blackjack tables. Um, But it's such a fun environment, you know, getting to walk into a place of entertainment, a place that people go uh, to spend time to have fun. Uh, obviously, again, you know, working in sports, that that's the goal. Uh, one of the really unique things about Mohegan Sun Arena is, you know, the, the size. It, it creates a, a home atmosphere um, because it is so intimate. And when those seats and stands are packed, uh, it creates, you know, just this level of energy of super passionate fans. And it's, uh, it's, it's really something special. And, and I, I think, too, being in a, in a market like, uh, you know, Connecticut and, and being in New England, we have players on, on both sides for both teams that just really want to be here and, and want to be a part of a winning culture and are dedicated to, um, you know, putting a winning product on, on the field. And that's something that you feel throughout the entire organization. Now, I think one thing that's like super interesting to me is obviously both sports for the teams that you work for are in up and coming uh, stages of their sport with the lacrosse world mm-hmm. being in this spike that it's in. And I think the WNBA finally getting a lot of respect that it truly deserves because there are a lot of players in the WNBA that are straight up ballers and people downplay it because it's a women's sport. But I think the WNBA has so much talent, but working for, you know, a, an organization that runs a male sport and a female sport, how is that kind of dynamic for you guys when it comes to you know events outside of games getting both teams on board with things and how do how does each team kind of work side by side with each other to help promote each other yeah uh so i've i've been working in professional sports for 10 plus years and um all um all teams that i work for have been uh, multiple property you know whether it be the the WNBA with the nba uh, working at Madison Square Garden for a couple months, uh, it being you know WNBA, NBA, NHL, and then in in Houston with soccer, having the the MLS with the NWSL team. This is one of the most unique experiences and opportunities, like you mentioned, being able to work in two leagues that are really on the rise and and getting so much positive attention and momentum, and truly. Um, you know, I, I love working for uh, the WNBA. It's been my passion since, you know, I was little. And then getting to learn about the NLL and just the, the passionate fans um, that, again, it's a league that's on the rise. 
And I think one of the really cool and unique things about working in leagues like the WNBA and like the NLL, uh, especially on the sales side, is that you get to be creative. You get to try new ideas. You get to bring different groups uh, into your arena and, and they're experiencing something for the first time. Um, and that's something that's really special that, you know, not a knock on any of the other leagues or, or the major pro leagues, um, but we get to bring a unique experience to people um, that maybe it is the first time and, and then getting to hear the feedback of how awesome of an experience it was is something that really drives me. And I know that if I'm talking to someone and we're bringing them out to a game uh, for the first time, I I'm confident that they're going to have a great time. And uh, it it's something that there's absolutely the parallels uh, with the WNBA and the NLL both on the rise and, and having this really awesome momentum, um, which is a little bit of a bummer that, that we've come to a halt. But um, I'm excited to pick things back up and, uh, you know, continue to to you know, continue to rise with both leagues. Absolutely. And, you know, looking at you working with an NLL team, what was kind of your first crack at lacrosse with the New England Black Wolves and kind of your first moment where you're like, whoa, this sport is like, you know, legit. It's one of those sports that's going to catch on and be something that can market to, you know, major four sports fans to get on board with this and realize that this sport could be the sport of the future which I think it is the sport of the future. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, so my first experience, I was just home visiting uh, from Houston and had the opportunity to go to a, a Black Wolves game without any idea that um, just <laughs> four or five months later I'd be working for the team. And I'm really appreciative for that, for that experience and opportunity because I went in uh, completely unbiased and just had the best time it was awesome it was like a party at a sporting event and the the music playing the entire time uh the the fast-paced nature of the game is something that i absolutely love and of course the physicality uh was something that was, was really fun to watch so i i had to you know, I had that experience of enjoying the game as a fan. So then coming in a couple months later, having to um, speak about the product and having to sell the product uh, was 10 times easier because I, I truly was a fan of the game and know that it, it just, um, if you're an entertainment fan, you're going to love coming to a Black Wolves game. And it's something that I'm really confident in speaking of. And I use that experience all the time when, when talking to people that may not know or may not get it, um, just how just how cool um, of, a, of an experience it is. And, and like you said, just a, a sport that's on the rise and, and definitely uh, about to take over. Now, I think the environment you guys have created in your front office from top to bottom trickles down to the floor as well with this group of players uh, that goes out there, you know, weekend in and weekend out for the Black Wolves. Mm -hmm. What makes this group so special, in your opinion, looking from the front office onto the floor to see how these guys just connect? And it's so seamless, whether it's somebody like Callum Crawford, who's been around the league to a rookie like Andrew Q or a first-time NLL player like Joe Nardella this year, they just fit mm -hmm. in like a perfect puzzle piece. What is it about the culture that this New England Black Wolves team has that just makes it so seamless and they just click on all cylinders? You know, I, I think um, you, you brought up a really great point. Um, all of these guys, it just seems like no matter what, they're 
they're in it for all the right reasons. They're in it for this franchise and um, they have each other's backs. Um, I, I think having a captain like Brett Manny, who um, truly loves this organization, comes to compete and uh, loves nothing more than, than competing in front of, uh, you know, our, our fans at home is something that just, like you said, trickles down to uh, the entire team from the, the coaching staff and uh, everybody that's involved, you know, that, um, you know, uh, one of the uh, Ethan Woods, you know, said that, you know, it doesn't matter the position that you play or the number that you are on the roster. Um, they know that they can all kind of call each other, have each other's backs. And uh, you see that on the floor, um, you know, every single weekend when they're going to battle that they have each other's backs and are in it, um, you know, to in it to win. Now, from a marketing standpoint, a ticket sales standpoint, you know, your day to day operations, you see the National Lacrosse League gaining momentum and gaining, you know, fandom and traction. And with that comes these big time sponsors that have also come in for the league, whether it's Geico, BetMGM, you know, there's rumors of like 13 other big time partnerships coming to the league. How much does that motivate you guys from a front office perspective to, you know, continue to grow things from, you know, just the, the Connecticut home base for you guys, but also seeing that big time corporations are getting behind the league that you guys work for yeah it, it's really exciting you know I, I think for us as uh, as a sales team it's definitely fuel and motivation uh, when we talk to individuals again I, I think everybody wants to uh, you know no one wants to miss out they want to be on the forefront of things they want to be the first and you know we still have this opportunity here with the with the black holes to say that you can be a part of it from the beginning yes we've been here for a couple of seasons but uh we're we're still in the the building you know stage as far as our our fan base and i think talking about all of the momentum that the league has from a national standpoint um, absolutely helps our conversations. It gets us excited. And I think being uh, specifically here in Connecticut, you know, we have teams out of Boston, we have teams out of New York, um, but the Black Wolves are, is a team that you can call your own right here in your backyard. And I, I think that that's something else that really fuels us. Um, but having the, the, you know, support from a national standpoint with sponsors and, and the league uh, really uh, gets us excited. And that was going to be my next question, too. When it comes to, you know, the fans and everything that you deal with, with ticket sales and, and being able to claim the Black Wolves as, you know, a Connecticut's own type thing and the Sun as Connecticut's team, because like you said, New England, you can branch that in with all the surrounding areas, but really claiming these two teams as Connecticut's own. How special do you think that is to the fans that, you know, you get to deal with each and every day when it comes to ticket sales and marketing and everything like that? Yeah, I think that it's just something that is really important and uh, from just a pride standpoint for, for our state, take ownership of the professional sports teams uh, that we have right in our backyard and, and two out of three of the, the professional sports teams uh, in Connecticut are out of Mohegan Sun Arena and it's something that is really special and I think just getting the, the home crowd behind you in that you know, kind of movement to have pride for your, um, had pride for your team uh, in Connecticut is something that that fuels not only us but the the fan base as well. 
not to put you on the spot, but putting you on the spot, who do you think the <laughs> most fun player on the New England Black Wolves roster is to kind of market to the fans to really get them out to come see a game because you know they'll connect with that player? I mean, the, the, the thing about our team is that we've got a roster of just fantastic personalities. And I think that um, if, if people are checking out our, our social media, are seeing some of the interactions um, and, and content pieces that we've done uh, with our in arena host, uh, Robin Brown, done a brunching with the bros. And I know Brett was a part of that. Um, and uh, seeing some of our in arena content, uh, John LaFontaine has done a lot of really fun stuff. Uh, but the cool thing about our roster is that, you know, really anyone, um, it, it, you can put in front of a, a camera and they're going to have a good time. And, um, you know, Callum will, will absolutely, um, you know, I, I think connect, uh, when we're marketing to, to players and, and talking to, you know, new fans, um, and they're just really great guys that love to connect with people on a human level. And uh, it's something that, again, is, is special and unique about our league that you might not be able to do with some of the other leagues. Now, I think from you know a journalist or media type of standpoint, I think the homework you do on a new player that comes into an organization is a bit different from the marketing standpoint. But I also think there's a lot of similarities. Now, last year, you guys brought in Joe Resitardis. This year, you drafted Andrew Q. Joe Nardella comes in as a rookie as well. What kind of goes in on the marketing standpoint to kind of learn about new players that come in either through a draft or midseason trades that, you know, kind of put you on the spot so that way the fans can connect with these new guys and know who's coming into their organization from the outside? Yeah, no, that that's a, a really great question. You know, I think um, on the from the sales standpoint, we really rely on our marketing uh, and PR department to fill us in on all of the key stats and the cool highlights. And obviously, we're working with the coaching staff to get some of these, um, you know, tidbits to to educate the fans on some of the the you know new players. Uh, but what I'm most impressed with is uh, how educated our uh how educated our our fan base is uh without us needing to tell the story uh they're the ones a a lot of times you know i'm still diving in and and learning uh, a lot about uh lacrosse and and i love engaging in a conversation with the season ticket holder where they're telling me all the the cool things and the the fun stats about a, a new player but I, again, I think just working across all of our departments to be able to put together the story of, of a new, um, you know, new piece to the roster and how they're going to fit in and how they're going to interact with our fans is something that um, we all do a, a really good job of. Now, I think one of the unique things that you get to do is speak with these season ticket holders almost daily. Um, what kind of goes into just the conversations with those season ticket holders and kind of figuring out, you know, what makes them tick and what is going to continue to, you know, keep bringing them back in and uh, helping bring new season ticket holders in as well. Um, But what are those kind of conversations like, you know, what are some of the things that have stood out to you when it comes to, you know, fans saying, this is why I'm, I'm renewing my season tickets and this is why I come back year after year. Yeah, I think I have to give all of the credit uh, to to my team of uh, of account executives. They sell and service all of our uh, season ticket holders, and they're the ones uh, at the end of the day. 
why we do what we do. Not only do we love the sport, not only um, are we passionate about growing the league, but our relationship with our season ticket holders and our fans is something um, that absolutely, you know, drives all of us. And, you know, my team does such a great job of connecting with people um, on a, on a human level. Like I said, um, it's something that's really important, but getting their feedback, being super open to new ideas. um, Again, we're kind of all in all in this together. So getting feedback from our season ticket holders and figuring out ways that we can incorporate some of those ideas is something that we're always doing. Uh, We're always proactively, you know, reaching out to season ticket holders. Maybe it's a survey, um, but a lot of it is through our um, daily conversations, just figuring out, um, you know, why, uh, why they continue to come back. And of course it's, it's the roster, it's the guys, um, putting it all out there uh, every single weekend for the fans. And uh, then again, the, just the relationships that you create uh, with the with the account executives, I, I think is something that um, definitely is special and, and goes a long way. How much caffeine do you have to run on knowing <laughs> that typically the NLL season is, you know, towards the end, but also WNBA season's picking up at just about mm-hmm. the same time? How much caffeine are you on? Can we get you some sort of energy drink coffee sponsor? Because I don't know how I'd be able to function knowing that not only are you running one organization who is trending towards the playoffs year in and year out, but you're also starting up a season for an entirely different sport and Mm -hmm. almost an entirely different fan base and then running all the way through for their playoffs. And then it also picks right back up when the Black Wolves hit training camp. Yep. Yeah. No, it, it's it's a pretty continuous cycle. Uh, I drink a lot of coffee, but uh, I, I'm a big coffee fan. Um, but what you just said is is the reason why we're in sports. I love that. You know, we really it, it really bums me out that we should be in a time where we're hosting a, a playoff game, home playoff game for the Black Wolves, while also um, gearing up for uh, the, the WNBA preseason. And um, we talk about it every year, the potential of maybe it's on back-to-back nights that it's a Black Wolves playoff game and we're opening up with the home opener for the Sun. And that stuff really drives me. And it's the reason why I think we all do what we do. There's no better uh, scenario in my mind than being able to uh, host a home playoff game while also kicking off another season. Um, I, I don't know what I would do if, if I had a full quote unquote off season. <laughs> I love the, I love the continuous activity, getting ready, planning, executing, uh, being in season game days are the best days. So the more of those that we can have the better. And uh, you know, it, it may, when you're, running on fumes uh, and, and just the excitement and the, the energy and the atmosphere uh, from your coworkers and, and the fans and, you know, the media is talking about it. Like all of that just really, really fuels all of us. And, and, you know, it's something that I'm looking forward to whenever we get back to Mohegan Sun Arena, I'm excited. Now we've seen the NLL grow year after year with expansion teams and relocations and everything. And the Black Wolves are a team that, was was part of that at one point they were a relocated team from philly to new england um but we've seen this year obviously with 
Halifax and New York, and we've seen the new Rochester team. And next year, there's rumors that we're going to have a team in Dallas, Fort Worth. Um, you know, how exciting is it for you from you know just a, a marketing standpoint and somebody who just enjoys the game to continue to see a league grow at the pace that the NLL has been able to grow? Again, it's just something that's super exciting. I think that you know as we can continue to add new uh, teams into the league. Uh, again, you're adding in a, a new market, a new fan base, and just kind of adds to the story of, of the excitement of what's going on in the NLL. Um, and from a, a sales standpoint, again, we, we get to talk about the excitement of bringing in new teams and bringing in, you know, potentially new rivalries or old rivalries. And of course, when, when the Wings uh, came back after we – relocated a, a you know a few years later that was something that was super exciting so for us it, it just builds on the story of um you know the the positive momentum that the league has and, and it um you know it's just it, it's really fun to see which member of the black wolves do you think would thrive most on the court and what member of the sun do you think could put on the pads and thrive in an nll game very good question. Very good question. Let's see. So I think just based on seeing his enthusiasm sitting courtside at one of our games last year, I would say uh, John LaFontaine would, would hold his own on the court. And uh, uh, from a Sun standpoint, I think AT, Alyssa Thomas, our engine, uh, if you give her some pads, she'll, she'll just bold bulldoze right through um and and she's quick she's got some nifty moves so i I think she'd do well for the black wolves i think when things get back to normal we need to put at in some pads for some uh you know social media content and have her drop some some goals on some of the goalies with the black wolves yeah we'll we'll see if we can make that happen for sure (laughs) (laughs) um when it comes to you know the players supporting each other like you said la fontaine being courtside and you know how fun is it to see each of these teams kind of support each other during their seasons and seeing players from each team out at their, you know, basically brothers and sisters games. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And, you know, I think it's something that we would love to do more, but um, with both teams kind of not living in market during the the opposite season, it's always, uh, you know, it's always difficult to find those moments. But when we do, when we have players in market um, at the same time, especially like the, the training camp, uh, for WNBA into the, the end of the, the Black Wolf season, um, finding those times is really cool. And I, I think just um, brings the whole spirit of the, you know, Mohegan, you know, tribe together that we are all in this together. And it, it's really fun to see. And I know absolutely um, that each team supports each other. The coaching staffs are great. Um, and, and, you know, I, I know it, it's really cool to see. And I know that, um they love supporting uh, the other team as well. Now, when it comes to rivalries, we brought up the Wings, obviously, and the Black Wolves. You know, it's a fun rivalry that has only been, you know, two years now, but it seems like it's been going on forever. And then you add New York into the mix this year, having uh, a triangle pretty much of mm-hmm. a rivalry so close to each other uh, in the same division. How fun and entertaining do you think this little kind of triangle of of teams with New York, New England, and Philly going head-to-head, you know, at least two to three times a year for the foreseeable future is going to be? And and I think building rivalries and kind of that, 
you know, head-to-head mentality in the NLL is going to be huge as the league continues to get bigger and continues to expand. But having kind of those three big market cities in New England, New York, and Philly going head-to-head, how fun is that for you and, you know, for you guys to kind of be able to market it that way with those three major markets all right near each other? Yeah, no, I I think it's awesome. I I think um, any sports... Uh, leagues or teams it's really important to have those rivalries and there has to be a reason for the rivalries and I, I think um, you know the, the history between the wings and the black holes that's kind of inherent and now adding New York into the mix is going to be really fun um, but I think it really and, and truly benefits the fans the most because uh, they'll be able to travel a lot easier uh, to all of these rivalry games and we can do uh, fun and cool things with our season ticket holders like uh, you know, I know we were planning on doing a bus trip this year uh, to New York. So bringing our fans uh, to the games uh, to support their team on the road at a big rivalry game, that's going to be fun. That's going to create a lot of memories. And I'm really excited to to see it uh, play out over the next couple of years. Jen, you're the absolute best. Hopefully the NLL playoffs still happen because we all know things might just explode on the Twitter machine (laughs) if we get a Wings-Black Wolves playoff game. Uh, And that's what I'm hoping for because it would be absolute chaos, and that's what we need. It would be Um, a ton of fun. Uh, Let everybody know where they can follow you on the said Twitter machine and uh, enjoy our friendly banter between the podcast, myself, Dom, and you. Yeah, no, it's an absolute blast uh, on Twitter. uh, Fushi. F-U-S-C-I 28, all the, the fun banter, um, and, and certainly uh, appreciate all that you guys do for the sport, uh, appreciate the friendly banter, and uh, you know I'll, I'll be looking forward to the, the rivalries in the very near future. Let everybody know, we absolutely love you guys, stay safe, and uh, there's, there's never any ill will in our banter towards the Black Wolves. We love you guys as an organization, and the support you have given us from day one has been outstanding. Um, So we appreciate you guys. And, you know, we can always be bought over with some merch that we can hang in the studio. No big deal. (laughs) Like, we can hang a Callum Crawford jersey up, and uh, we we can be bought. So let Amber know that, and and we'll make some things happen. Well, we'll definitely keep that in mind. Uh, Again, appreciate all that that you guys do for the sport. Absolutely nothing but love on on this end. And, um, you know, stay stay healthy and safe. And once we're back, uh, I'm excited. I can't wait. It's been an absolute blast. You're the best. And uh, send my love to everybody that's part of the organization. All right. Same to you. Big, big thank you to Jen and mad love to our friends at the New England Black Wolves. You guys are the best in the business. The first team outside of Philadelphia to show us love. Take a chance on promoting your squad and your organization on our show. So we will always have insane love for everybody at the New England Black Wolves. From the players to the the coaching staff to, of course, everybody in the front office. We love you guys. You're the best in the business. And again, thank you to Jen for taking time out of her schedule to hop on the show. It's been a long time coming for that bad boy. And we got to shout out a New England Black Wolves alumni, one of our OG supporters, friend of the show, 
one of my now personal friends. I love this dude to death. Tyler Brosh, my guy. You guys all know he used to work for the New England Black Wolves, Connecticut Sun. Went over to the XFL, did the damn thing over there. And unfortunately, the XFL had to fold because of freaking COVID-19. And, you know, some underlying stuff that we'll, we'll probably never be privy to. But I knew Tyler wasn't going to be out of a job for long. And as I'm recording this, uh, you know, Thursday night, we found out during the day, the homie Tyler Brosh is now heading to Long Island, where our friends at Tomahawk Shades are located, where the New York Riptide are located. Our boy Eddie, the Riptide mascot. And uh, Tyler Brosh is now the 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 head honcho working in that social media team for the New York Islanders. Absolutely insane. My guy, he knows how to he knows how to work. He's the best in the game. No doubt. I've learned so much from Tyler and what he's been able to do in his career on social media since the day we've met via social media going back and forth with our banter from OTB and the Black Wolves. Tyler's one stand-up genuine human being. We have so much fun when we have conversations. It's long overdue to get Tyler on this show as well, so we're going to have to make that work. We're so proud of you, man. You're doing the damn thing. And uh, congratulations on landing your dream job because I know this was a uh, a big thing, you know, in your career, in your early career, your young career. I couldn't be more proud of you, brother. So uh, the New York Islanders got a winner, and I'm freaking jealous as all hell that Tyler gets to go in on an apartment with Eddie, Riptide Eddie, and uh, gets to carpool with him to work every day and bring your brother to work day just got a whole lot better. So shout out to Tyler. You're the absolute man, an absolute legend. And like I said, the New York Islanders just got one hell of a winner as their social media manager. But that's all we got for you guys on this episode. Make sure you're following us on social media. We are very, very close to 1,000 Twitter followers, which is absolutely insane. At OTB Laxpod on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. You can follow Dom on Twitter at Washed Lifestyle. Follow, follow, follow. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. Get us back to a five out of five-star overall rating. Give us whatever's on your mind. Who do you want to hear on the show? Give us player personnel suggestions of guests you want to hear on this show we want to hear it from you guys you know this is a community we've built this bad boy from the the ground up the underground up and uh, we want your input so leave it in your five-star rating interview if you have not already shoot us a dm on twitter let us know who you want to hear from we'll make it happen you know we can make that happen and if you don't have an iPhone or iTunes, you can check us out on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, the TuneIn app, iHeartRadio, Radio.com, wherever you get your podcast. OTB is rocking there. We'll be back next week with some more lacrosse news, maybe another hot, high-profile guest. Who knows? We're bringing the content no matter what. 
You guys are absolute rock stars. Shout out to Design Tree, DSGEntry.com. Search outside the box. Use our promo code SPRING20. Save yourself 20% off at checkout. And of course, the bad boys over at Tomahawk Shades. Use our promo code USP. Help us pay some bills to keep the lights on, keep the power running. And uh, we're going to get through all this together. PLL Island right around the corner. It sucks when this episode drops. It was supposed to be Boston weekend. But uh, unfortunately that won't be happening. But I can't wait for PLL Island. The championship series is going to be lit. And uh, we got a lot of stuff coming. So stay tuned. This has been episode number 130 of the Outside the Box podcast. Right here on Underground Sports Philadelphia. Again, big thank you to our gal Jen. An OG circa 2019 getting on board with us and coming on the show. Won't be her last time on the show either. You're the absolute best. We love you guys. Stay safe, be smart, and be kind to one another. I'm your boy KB. We are signing off. Peace.